And currently we have in uh, Danville, 52 degrees in Monroe, 49, 50 in Salem, 52 in uh, Lynchburg, and 48 in Bedford. Our saga continues with a comedian who went into the the karate event thinking it was one of those no-holds-bar UFC fighting things. And, uh, well, we'll have to see where he leaves off. But then you have to stop and think about it, really. Because what that implies is that my brother and all my tough biker friends start a, like, Wild West bar brawl. And they're all fighting like men. And then here comes Shane with nunchucks, just like, I'm in the Matrix. (laughs) And you better believe I didn't know how to use them, okay? Zero YouTube tutorials, okay? The fight started and I was like, wait for me, guys, trying to get him out of my pants. <laughs> oh, I got it, I got it. I just hurt my hip immediately the second I, oh! How do they do this? I hit a guy so hard that they do work. They do work though. Woo! Just knocked him out cold. I was arrested immediately. So fast. I got arrested so fast, it felt like they were, cops were already in the bar. Like, they were waiting for me. Like it was a kung fu sting or something. You have to be careful using nunchucks. They can be a deadly weapon as it, uh, as it is in this case. Right, exactly. Anyway. So I had somebody text in and says, wait, is it nunchucks or nunchucks. I don't know. I have no idea. Do I look All like I know, someone who would know? If you get hit by one, right. you go numb. They're pretty much. Yeah, so that's right. That's I try to avoid those. Right. Don't want to be on the receiving end. And whatever those stars are. Oh yeah, the stars. Those little yeah. They stick, yeah. We don't know what that is they either. Stick right in you. Yeah. I'll work on it. Uh, I do know who our next guest is. Okay. Uh, we're trying to to help you here uh, as we get closer to election time. Uh, get to know some of your candidates. And, uh, and this morning, we are walk- welcoming uh, Jonathan Emord into the studio. Good morning. Great to be with you. It's very good to have you here. Uh, I want you to, to start out by telling us um, exactly how you came to this place, to where you're going to be running uh, for the Senate, and, and just who you are, a little bit about who you are. Well, uh, for the last 38 years, I've practiced constitutional law, suing the federal bureaucracy and thankfully winning many times. And um, I looked at the situation we're in currently, and I realized that within the next two to three years, if we don't fundamentally change the direction of our country, we're going to lose our freedoms. And we're going to see the nation consumed in really a Marxist movement that will absorb and destroy much of what we've known and loved all of our lives and rewrite the history of the United States and ruin our kids. And I mean, it's really horrible. So we have to change the direction. And that's why I'm jumping in. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, heaven knows we need good people with good character uh, running for these offices. And sometimes that's not always the case. Um, You graduated from the University of Illinois. Is that correct? That's correct. And how long have you been in Virginia? Since 1985. Okay. All right. Um, so wh- when, you, uh, when you think about where it is that you want to take 
Virginia um, because we're in a much better place than we were. I mean, let's be honest. We when we were under uh, Northam. Oh yeah. I mean, it was we were in pretty dire circumstances there. We sure were. And I think that Yunkin has undone, you know, a lot of that, but not all of it. What do you think the next step should be to kind of get our our state to where we're not being ruled by the by, by the North? Well, we have to state. flip the Senate. The North men north of Richmond. We have yes. to flip. We have to flip the Senate to Republican hands and give the governor what he needs in order to get his whole agenda through. Yeah. Do you think what what are what are our chances? I mean, are we looking good? Because we have Dr. Bob Denton on the show every now and then. He's keeping up with those tight races. And and last time we talked about that, because a lot going on in the world we'll talk about with him, you know, that is, eh. what's your thought? I mean, because you're talking to other candidates, how is it looking out there? Well, I'm an optimist, and I'll tell you why. I see a sea change happening across the state with mm-hmm. people that are just disgusted yeah. with the way things are in the schools, mm-hmm. with the inflation, with the open borders. And so people want to see a fundamental change. The time is ripe for that. And if we don't do it now, really, we will lose our republic. And as far as our state is concerned, if we don't get these things changed, we're never going to have a chance to really make a difference in our schools for our kids in school right now. And uh, it's it's So we're literally getting to the point where it's not salvageable if we don't make some moves. You know, we, we say it on the show a lot here because, you know, if you want things to change, change is hard. Change is difficult. And, and change means people taking stands that aren't popular, and they are going to be demonized because we know all about Saul Alinsky and his, his way to make someone look like a demon. Uh, they're bad. They want evil and all this kind of stuff, when in reality it's the other side you know, projecting that onto good people. Yeah, there's a lot of that nonsense uh, going on. Character assassination seems to be the order of the day mm-hmm. for a lot of Democrats attacking Republicans. Uh, I think people have, are fe- fed up with it, frankly. I think they want to hear solutions to problems, right. and they want uh, candidates with integrity, and integrity matters. And people are making uh, that very clear to me all across the state that they want to see the changes, they want solutions, and integrity matters. I mean, I... You say you're an optimist, and, and I usually am an optimist, too, although I, I do think uh, the GOP has made some choices of late that really make me less optimistic because of some of the choices that they've made. Um, and you also have the whole name recognition in the Senate. I mean, are we—I I was happy that we got—that McAuliffe was, was beat back because a lot of people didn't think that was possible— mm. So that gives me hope that, you know, maybe we can replace um, uh, Mark Warner. We can replace Tim Kaine, yeah. who's just been there forever. And when you look up, this is what frustrates me. When you look up Tim Kaine in some of the top researches, <laughs> it said, is Tim Kaine a Republican? Are you kidding me? Oh, my me? God. How is that even? Yeah. How is that even Googled? Yeah. I know. Yeah, he is uh, very good at avoiding any controversy. Any opportunity he has to obfuscate, he seems to take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet his record of voting oh, that's all you is have to look at. hundred yeah. percent. He has almost a hundred percent voting record based on the the Americans for uh, socialism, right. democratic socialists in mm-hmm. the United States. Almost hundred percent. Yeah, him and Schumer, it probably almost identical in their voting record. Yes, and I and I 
I like Mark Warner. I, I thought when he was a governor, he was a good governor. But something happened to him, it, like it usually does when they, they land in D.C. I feel like he has drifted at best, if not just gone to the left. But Tim Kaine, I just never have eh, – I just never felt good about the guy. I felt like he played the fact that he was a missionary to win those uh, – those Catholic votes, yeah, and even as those he's voting for abortion. for abortion, right? Which is, you know, the Catholic Church is obviously opposed to that. So I, I think Kane is beatable more so than Warner. But, I, but I, I've I, said I, that before, right? Well, it, we need to have some optimism as Virginians that we're going to put forward solid candidates. And you know, obviously, Yunkin is a solid candidate. We need more Glenn Youngkins. And maybe because of the things that he has achieved in, in the state uh, of the Commonwealth, maybe the, the strides he's made for things like mental health. Right. Um, I mean, we talk to people who are in that industry, and they say that this governor has done more for, for that, which, let's face it, that's one of the biggest problems in our whole country is mental health. We can talk about gun control all we want to, but until we're solving our issues with mental health, you know, if it's not a gun, it'll be a machete right. or something else. Uh, so maybe with that, they'll see that things can be done. Yes, I think, you know, one in six Americans are on psychiatric drugs. Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're the, the, the people in the world look at us as the, at rightfully so, as the country that has the most people on drugs. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a disaster, right. uh, and the governor's addressing it well. Yes, and, and we're seeing that across the board in the Commonwealth. Uh, we're seeing more drugs in our counties than we, we ever have. I mean, I used to live in a county where you saw very little of that. I mean, and it has grown so much. It's and the scary. open border situation is contributing oh, to that. Yes. And I just came back from the border, actually, and I have to tell you, which it's one, appalling. Canada or in the South? Because South. now we've got yeah. the real nefarious one coming in through we, Canada. Now. We have we have it all over, and yeah. uh, you would be appalled. They have moved almost all of the CBP out of border protection to processing human beings right. into the United States, giving them welfare, food stamps, mm-hmm. cash, right. uh, and, and and they fund the NGOs, and the NGOs play, pay for their plane tickets and their bus tickets yeah. and their train tickets all over the United States. Right. No vetting of these people. Yeah, so but, yet, MS-13, but yet when 18th a, Street gang, a, te- a, a Texas in. governor or a Florida governor sends them to New York or to Martha's Vineyard, that makes the news when, in the middle of the night, this administration literally has been filling planes, trains, and automobiles and buses and, That's and right. so on. And, and to think what's come over the border by way of bad, bad players. If I'm, I've said it on the show, if I'm a Xi Jinping or I'm the, you know, the Ayatollah of Iran, I'm saying get them in now, get them in now, get them in right. now. That's right. Because that sooner Terrorists or later they're going to get smart, right. aren't they? Yes. I don't know if we're going to get smart. I Look, think... we have Hamas in here. Yes. They've been coming in for years. Yes. Right. And if when you talk to these CBP agents, they say that we're virtually defenseless and that our enemies are pouring into this country. Mm-hmm. And we know there are over 105 different terrorists that they've identified that have come into the country. The CBP people tell me, you know, that's a small fraction that we interdict such a small fraction of the number coming across right disaster well and uh, the story that came out today from new hampshire where the new hampshire governor 
uh, says he's going to have to take matters into his own hands because he can't get any help from the federal government because they're seeing such an increase in that 58-mile border that uh, runs across Canada, and they've got so many people coming in there, and they know there aren't as many people watching that border. If yeah. you think that the really bad hombres aren't coming in through Canada, mm-hmm. we're crazy. And they have seen, I want to make sure I get this right, uh, there there have been more apprehensions along the northern border this past year than the last 10 years combined. Yeah, we are it really we are, we are getting inundated. And this is intentional on the part of the Biden administration. I think this so is a direct assault on America's lives, liberty and property. And there's look, there's no sympathy for the Americans who are whose property is destroyed, right. who, the murders that are being committed in America against Americans, and 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 uh, the rapes and all of the sex trafficking, drug trafficking. Where is the outrage from the administration? Right. They only focus on the immigrants coming across, the illegals, and they and they show sympathy for them. But Americans come last, and the illegal immigrant comes first. In right. this scenario, and it's got to change, it's and it's going to destroy our country. It will. Tell me, and and with this, because we could go about this all day. I know. Tell me, tell me, as someone who will re- represent Virginia, what do you think? Because states like New Hampshire, Texas, others have to take it into their own hands. What can we do? What can you do when you get to Richmond? To help curb this because i don't think we can stop it but we've got to slow it down well there are three things that have to be done on the federal level first of course we have to finish bu- building the wall. the wall right the second thing we have to do is not rely on dhs it's corrupt to the core yes. under alejandro mayorkas mm-hmm. he has betrayed our nation he has and so we need block grants to the border states mm-hmm. that will enable them to hire the police and national guard they need to police the border and the third thing we need to do which is essential is to make it impossible for someone to come into this country to seek asylum, mm-hmm. but instead to do it through their country of origin, right. through the United States Embassy, and process them there, not in this country. Don't let them get in one foot right. into this country illegally. Right. All right. So if people want to find out more about you, and I, I feel like we, we have got a good feel of, of who you are today introducing you to our listeners, but if they want to find out more, where's the best place for them to go? Well, thank you for that. It's emord4va.com. E-M-O-R-D-F-O-R-V-A.com if you want to find out more. Jonathan, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. It is 720 here on the morning, Jam. We'll have some more Friday funnies for you. We'll also cover some of the local stories that are happening here. Of course, the big story this this time is what's going on in the Middle East. And we had the Bibi Netanyahu encouraging the troops yesterday i think something's going to happen here in the next 40 hours just just my gut feeling janet we'll see what happens just uh, pray for the the peace of jerusalem that's what the bible teaches us to do let's certainly do that and pray even for those in hamas that really somehow they'd only get the bad guys the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb So I have a black belt now, right? <laughs> and I'm ready for the fight. So I signed up for this tournament and I do begin to develop anxiety. I'm not used to waiting for a fight. Now don't forget, I do believe I've signed up for a one day UFC style tournament. 
They're just like, first up in the black belt division, we've got Shane Smith versus Sensei Dan. It's like, the Sensei. (laughs) Right? That's the best guy. I was like, why am I fighting the final boss? That doesn't make sense. You don't do that first. I should fight three progressively bigger guys. And every time I beat them, I get some fruit and that makes me healthier. (laughs) Or something to fight the best guy because in my mind the sensei is the best guy right he's the sensei what i am not realizing at the time is that every guy in this tournament is a sensei they all own karate schools all these children are their students why else would an adult be here (laughs) oh and it gets progressively worse i can't wait to uh get some of these played out before the end of the day this guy he's quite funny and uh, he's got so tattoos, great. I mean, going... That I think he very much regrets. Regrets now, because yeah. his whole... He's got a sleeve tattoo that's just... You can't even tell. I mean... It, it looks like he dipped his arm in ink. Exactly. It's yeah. not even any writing. It's just like he's got, you know, something over his arm. He's very self-depreciating, yeah. for sure. And he's a young, fairly young guy, I'd say, probably yeah. 30. But it comes up out of his shirt and his neck. Yeah. He's got it on his face. Thankfully, he didn't go nuts like uh, Malone. Malone did, because yeah. Malone looks scary. I'm sorry. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, for sure. It's a scary thing. <sighs> yeah. All right. Uh, coming up in our next half hour, we're going to be talking about how to remove data from people finder sites. Oh, okay. Because uh, if you if you look online, if you look yourself up, right. you would be amazed. I'm a sheriff. At how much, huh? I'm a sheriff. You're a sheriff. There's a the sheriff Mark Lamb. No, he's known across the country. I could go online, right? And for a minimal fee, right? I could find out more things about you than you could even imagine. And it wouldn't be Sheriff uh, Mark Lamb. It would be Mark Lamb, Lynchburg, Virginia. No. And who your wife is, and who your brothers are, and who you're. I mean, my, my Reese cup addiction. Probably. Oh my gosh. Probably. They'd probably be more interested in, you know, like your social security number and things like well, that. True, but um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I mean, okay. they have access to your relationship status, your court records. I mean, countless amount of information paid, is out there. I paid that ticket. I paid the ticket. <laughs> right, I did. Okay, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Going into break here in a second. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey guys, you need to play some Theo Vaughn sometime, man. He's the funniest dude out there. But uh, anyway, um, I was just calling these Republicans that are going to the 15-week abortion thing. I do not like that at all. And even if Trump does that, I'll bail bail out. I'll tolerate that. And I what about Kennedy? Is, what if Kennedy does it too? Well, I mean, Kennedy has dropped down to 15 weeks, so that's actually an improvement. But Glenn Youngkin has gone to 15 weeks, so to me, he campaigned as a, you know, pro-life candidate. And to me, 15 weeks is not pro-life, but Bobby I, Kennedy I has actually improved. I 100% agree with you, but I understand yeah. why they're going where they're going because it's not just him i mean it's it's wendell walker it's uh griffin it's uh, like uh, yeah, most of I'm them a, yeah um i'm disappointed and you telling me wendell walker did uh, it's in the news today yeah um he just did oh an interview God, about it I mean, but but now listen I mean, this is newman, why steve newman did it too <laughs> and this is you why know? okay 
This is why they're doing that, though, because we had a governor who said, deliver the baby, set it aside, Mm -hmm. make a decision, and go murder the baby. Right. I mean, that's what they're walking back. They're they're walking back post-birth abortion, basically, right? in a sense. So, I mean, I'm not defending them because I don't think, you know, my thing is we have 14 different kinds of birth control. Right. Why are we even going there? We shouldn't even be going there. Right. And it's free in uh, uh, so many unless, cases. And unless it's incest and right. uh, you're dealing with a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, which happens. Yeah. Not often. Right. But they've Small used percentage. that and they've played that. Oh, they played it well. Um, to the to the hilt. Mm-hmm. And it's been successful for right. them yeah. to do that. So I'm not saying I don't understand because they're walking back such an evil mm-hmm. policy right. made by our former governor. Sure. Who was a pediatrician? Right, which is really even more disgusting. Makes it more sickening. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I get it because they're just trying to beat back. Yeah. You know, murdering full-grown babies, mm-hmm. which is how do we get there? Um. But yeah, I mean, get to know your candidates because it is what it is. So. Well, and it's interesting. They said Bobby Kennedy moved because we were finding out stuff about Bobby Kennedy Jr. you know months ago that he was pro-choice in in many of his uh, thoughts and things in the past so I don't know if he's moving in that direction maybe he's moving more to the middle like a lot of them do at least for the election Janet yeah and then things tend to change afterwards but uh, yeah interesting uh, debate we'll take what we can get at this point it is 731 Misi Payne Nisi Payne, I should say, filling in for Kimberly McBroom on WDBJ7 today. She'll have some news for us along with CBS. They give us the updates with what's going on in the Middle East and covering President Biden's speech last night. 48 degrees in Bedford, 52 in Lynchburg, 50 in Roanoke and Salem, 52 in Danville, 49 in Amherst, and 52 in Appomattox. So, Hull's Drive-In Theater, we, we had talked about Hocus Pocus a little while ago. Uh, Hall's Drive-In Theater in Lexington is about to wrap up its season. What a way to wrap it up with the Halloween season, because things get a little cold. People don't want to sit in their cars and watch a movie, although they'll watch it on their phones. This weekend kicks off the single feature, Hocus Pocus, begins tonight with gates opening at 6.30 if you want to try a drive-in. Saturday will feature another screening of the Hocus Pocus, as well as seasonal activities like Trunk and Treat and Pumpkin Painting, for Fun Halloween, not Halloween, but Halloween. You get that whole thing. How do you spell that? Hull, H-U-L-L. Ha! Hull's Drive-In Theater. Got it. So uh, so many great it's memories. It's been a while since I've done a from Hull's. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, well, you, you should that's, go. That's your old stomping ground. It is. Yeah. Yep. Grew up. Grew up over there. So any? any not in Rockbridge. I was in Augusta County, but any dates you care to tell us about? Uh, no, I didn't really do. I didn't really do the drive-in date thing. I didn't date a I did lot it once. in high school. I was like singing and stuff. Right. I was busy right. on the weekends. I didn't have any time for that well. business. Um, I do remember though going to see Rhinestone, one of the oh, worst really? movies oh, ever with Dolly made. Parton and, was that Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone? Yeah, what a pairing! Horrible movie. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah. But horrible. Sure. But I, I went, I, that's probably the last time I, I was it. at Hulls. I've got an idea. Let's put Dolly Parton and Rocky together. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. And we'll put him in really tight rhinestone wear and make him sing. <laughs> wow. Jeez, Louisa. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I went to, I, I did a double date once. 
At a drive-in. Yeah, and it was it was uneventful. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't that kind of guy, you know. Well, they I mean, were called it's, the submarine it's hard races. to get anything going if you're there's four of you in the well, car. Well, that's true. You. Well, I will tell you this. One of uh, I did some Youth for Christ stuff a long time ago in the late seventies, and the guy was sharing the lead guy Jim. Uh, Jim, my brother Jim is the web designer for now this this guy who became a pastor later. Okay. His first date he went on, they were in the back seat with this girl that he ended up marrying, Teresa Lyons, and um, that the the guy was getting ready to leave. He, he had joined the arm the army or something. This is in the seventies. So he's getting ready to leave, so he's on his last date with his girl, and they are making out hot and heavy in the front seat. The whole time. Wow. And they're Ew. in the backseat on their first date. I will tell you, I was that person right. going, no, <laughs> we are not doing that. Gross. <laughs> right. no, yeah, y'all, go can, the con- y'all can concession- go somewhere else. Want to go to the concession stand, Teresa? I hear they have really good popcorn. Yeah. Well, Just to try to get out of that mess. No, no, no. I would send them to the concession stand. <laughs> I'm not leaving. You could leave. I'm, I'm here to watch I'm movie. here to watch light, White Lightning with Burt Reynolds. I exactly. mean, I saw so many Burt Reynolds movies back in the <laughs> right. 70s at the drive-in probably, with my buddies. Probably the best ones. Well, I mean, can you imagine seeing Smokey and the Bandit? Right. Oh, yeah. The, and we would back a pickup truck in, and a bunch of us would pile in the back oh, of the yeah, pickup yeah. truck. Uh-huh. And that's how, how we would watch And that was fun. Sure. But but there was nobody was interested in any well, of that. that we were just all snuggled up. And, that and, two-tier yeah. thing. Some people sit on the tailgate, and then you have lawn chairs behind. Exactly. So or, it's like, boom. Boom. For us, hay bales. Hay bales. Oh, great. Know. That's even better. Well, it was it was better because Alan didn't have to take the hay bales out of the back <laughs> of the truck. truck. They were already so, in there. It wasn't planned. It was just a, so. <laughs> well, see, you could get three tiers with hay bales. Though. Right. You could make them. Oh, my gosh. So I get this message from my husband. Right. Two things. Mm-hmm. Baxter is looking like a homeless dog. Oh, so. what's up with Baxter? Well, because we took winston to get clipped and we didn't take baxter and Ah, then this happens every time right and then next to winston who looks like he's ready to you know walk the runway right we've got little scruffy mcgee who starts looking (laughs) like patrick swayze in that movie where he was the surfer point break um so you know it's not a good look and he said second of all um that jerky is freaking amazing oh yeah, you brought some of I that did, in. Today. I brought you the next one. Well, you, you brought me two point You called it. You should. Uh, you should taste. I'll try that. You should taste that now okay. on the air. Okay. Um, and he said, and Rogan agrees because he went in my lunchbox and ate all the ones left over from the last batch. Dang it, babe! That is a lot of work. Yeah. For you to let him get into that bad okay. husband award. I, I'm tasting jerky for the. This is the second go around. She brought me some in a couple days ago. It was really good. I said, it's missing just something. I'm yeah. not quite sure what. Yeah, well, let's see Let's see how it goes now. Because I worked very hard on getting that thing perfected yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know what you added to it, but it's definitely better. Yeah. It's got some bite to it. Yep. And a touch of sweetness. I don't know what that is. Just a little bit of brown sugar. Okay. I dehydrated some jalapeno peppers. Oh, okay. That Glenn Boblitz brought me okay. when I recorded sustainability. So I, I dehydrated those and I put those into my jerky. Okay. Well both both are cutting through making it really I wouldn't say a lot better, but much better. Because it was good the other day, but it was missing something and and, and now it's not. Now it's not. I've got it. I've got it nice. just I doubled the coriander mm. and I, I doubled the um That's good. jalapeno pepper. Yeah. So now I've hit on it. Somebody said Point Break is really cool. It is really cool. I should, uh, 
I should put up a picture of uh, of what he looks like next to. I think I've done that before. Okay, he looks just like Patrick Swayze. His hair gets really blonde <laughs> and it sticks up all over. Oh lordy! And it's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty scary. He doesn't look great. So what are you going to do about that? All right, let's talk a little bit about District 51 before we get into um, Five and Dime. So District 51 is a new district. So a lot of people, I wonder if they even know what districts they're in. Because if you're in Campbell and Bedford counties, Mm -hmm. you know, that includes... Parts, not all, but parts of Campbell and Bedford County. So you need to know, you know, what district you're in. Mm -hmm. So the three candidates are uh, Republican Eric Zier, Mm -hmm. Democrat Kimberly Moran, and Matt Ferris is running as an independent because he didn't get the GOP nod. Ferris is the current member of the House of Delegates. So when you see something, you know, he could say, re-elect right. Matt Ferris, Republican, mm-hmm. da 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 because he's holding that title. So if you look at that, it kind of implies that he's the he, Republican He's the Republican, but he's not. But he's not. He's having to run as uh, an independent because of the, the whole thing about um, the hit and run. He's been in, in court a lot about right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Moran has uh, done some interviews, as has uh, Zier. Uh, he was the only one, apparently, to set up an interview with ABC 13. Moran was? No, Zier. Oh, Zier, okay. Moran said she was available, mm-hmm. but wouldn't return calls or emails. Ferris didn't respond to emails or calls, and hasn't spoken to ABC since, you know. Well, since all that happened. Yeah. So... When it comes to the hot-button issue of abortion, which we just had a call on, Mm -hmm. all three candidates have firm stances. Okay. Um, He said the reason he's anti-abortion is simple. Every baby in the womb is a precious life. Yesterday, I saw a video of my nine-week-old grandchild's little heart beating in the womb. Mm -hmm. It's fresh and near and dear to my heart. I promised that on day one, we would have a life at conception bill. That's his stance. That's the air. Okay. That's the air. Yeah. That's pretty clear cut. Very clear cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Moran's website, when it comes to abortion, she says, abortion is a difficult decision for anyone, for any couple, and it should not be used in the political arena. So she's not going to give you an answer. Right. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to Ferris. Right. Ferris' website says he believes there is no more sacred right guaranteed to our citizens than the right to life. So... Ferris, not going to give you an answer. That's not an answer. Right. So, what was our thing today? Sometimes the questions are complicated and the answers are simple, Mm -hmm. but we never get those. Mm -hmm. So, for those of you, that seems to be one of the things that that people are curious about. Mm -hmm. The other is Second Amendment. That's a big deal. Sure. Um, Zier said the topic of Second Amendment rights is incredibly important to District 51 says we need to get back to what the founding fathers gave us that's what's called constitutional carry Mm -hmm. our founders gave us the right to keep and bear arms so we could protect ourselves and those we love we've got to stand for that because it's being viciously attacked so after listening to jonathan and all the people that have come into our country right you better be you were worried about bad you know hombres and criminals these these are people from other countries right 
we're going to have to be concerned about. So that was the air. Moran, on her website, says, quote, we can prevent gun violence while also respecting the Second Amendment. Hmm. By calling for stronger, sensible background checks to prevent proven unqualified individuals from purchasing firearms, right. as well as compassionate red... That really works. Compassionate red flag laws. Oh, no, really? no, no, no. Uh, no. You lost no. me on that no. one. No, uh, That will allow someone experiencing a mental health crisis time to heal can, in a I weapon-free. Can, I can make a red flag law work against you because you I, haven't groomed your dog right. I, I know. He looks like Patrick Swayze. I mean, your dog For looks like people, Patrick Swayze. Therefore, you should not be able to bear a firearm. Well, and let's not forget, I also watch a lot of true crime true and according to that, that makes you trigger happy already well it said you know that's a red flag <laughs> it's true that, that there's a psychologist that came out and said that was a yeah, red flag yeah, because yeah you're that's plotting a slippery your own slope, moran i don't know uh <laughs> similar to zier ferris's website says he believes that the right to keep and bear arms is guaranteed in the constitution and he will fight to defend that right okay so you know pretty clear th- yeah so maybe that maybe that gives a little a little clearer okay. uh, version of, you know, what you I want to know which one of them takes a, a good stand on the five and dine. Hmm. <laughs> it's time for Janet's five and dine on the morning jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. You give her five votes if you were a Democrat. <laughs> five and dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. They are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. So today I have kind of an interesting recipe. Okay. Um, it's great for gatherings. All okay. Right. Uh, it's something called city chicken. Now, this is something I would make for an appetizer, and it goes great with a lot of things. And here's the thing. It's like chicken fried steak. Mm-hmm. There's really no chicken in it. Right. Uh, it's a great way to use boneless pork. All right. So, and again, you can use it as an appetizer or or a main dish. But in a bowl, you're going to mix together salt, black pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, chili powder, and paprika. Sprinkle the cubes of pork generously with a seasoning blend until it's coated on all sides. Then you're going to thread those chunks of pork onto a skewer and set those aside. Then in a shallow bowl or dish, you're gonna whisk together eggs and milk. Then you're going to add another bowl with, or I do plates, with seasoned breadcrumbs. You can use panko, I usually use Italian breadcrumbs. Just kick it old school. Preheat your oven to 350, prepare a bake dish with a wire rack, and you're gonna heat your uh, skillet with a little bit of oil. Using one hand, you're going to dip your skewer in the egg mixture and then in the breadcrumbs. You're going to repeat that until each skewer twice is dipped in those mixtures. Then you're going to sear the outside of the skewers in that oil, remove them from the oil, put them on the wire rack, and then place the baked dish in the oven for 20 minutes. It's like, it reminds me, this is what it reminds me of. It reminds me of chicken fried steak on a stick. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to tell you. There's a part of me that would do this for brunch right. and serve some white gravy to dip it in because that would be delicious. Yeah. Check it out. It's on our uh, Facebook page. If you haven't joined that yet, do it. Uh, Janet's Five and Dine on Facebook. Look it up. Join the group. You'll see all the recipes we share. 
brought to you by FNL Market, where their mates are. You know what? I, above. What I love about this what? particular one is I can eat it while I'm driving. You can. Yeah. It, well, unless you're dipping it in the gravy, that could get messy. Well, it could be. I'm yeah. Work on that. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. up to me and we are facing off for the fight. Dan is wearing eyeglasses for the fight. Now, in point scoring karate, you can't punch someone in the face. So he's safe to wear glasses. But I don't know that. I see my man wearing eyeglasses for a fist fight and I'm just like, wow, you don't think I can hit you in the face. You're so confident that you're gonna matrix pass all my punches. You wore glasses for the fights? Another level of confidence. It makes me nervous immediately. I'm just like, this guy thinks he's gonna knock me out before I can touch his glasses? This is crazy. I'm losing my mind. The referee's like, are you ready? Yeah, are you ready? Yeah. And he's about to tell us to fight. Dan and I are existing in two separate realities. Dan thinks he's going for a karate point score. You're not allowed to hit him in the face. You're not allowed to really hit him. You just barely touch him, but it's how you do the different you know, moves and that kind of thing. The guy telling the story thinks he's in a, like a UFC fight Jeez. where it's no holds bar. Yeah, no. And uh, <laughs> let's, let's get one more of these in. Dan and I are existing in two separate realities <laughs> simultaneously, okay? Dan is here smiling away at the point-scoring karate tournament to have fun with his friends and family. I am at the Mortal Kombat tournament <laughs> fighting for my life. So the referee says, fight. And dude, before his hand is even all the way down, I am attacking Dan like a wild animal. <laughs> right? Because how do you beat the best guy? So I'm gonna throw like nine strikes in a row at him and he will casually block all of them. <laughs> but maybe one gets through. And that is my ticket to victory. I'm gonna overwhelm him. I'm gonna surprise him with my confidence and aggression. So that's what I do, dude. The ref's hand is even all the way down, and I am attacking him like a maniac. The first strike I throw at Dan, big kick. Dan does not block it. And, in fact, chooses to absorb all of it into his stomach. Yeah, Dan goes down. Dan goes down. Uh, for those of you that followed Muhammad Ali, we'll pick up on this in just a little bit. But this fun. is fun. He's fun. This guy is hilarious. And, and if you looked at him, you would probably, you know, make a wide swath right. around him. Right, <laughs> if right, you're right, just right. in the yeah. grocery he's store. A, he's a tattoo with a human attached. Yeah, he looks a little <laughs> bit like a gang member, but he's yeah. obviously very sweet and very funny. Yeah. Uh, I, so it's interesting. I like to know what, what turned his life around well, from I gang just, member. I just got word from the hubs that, um, yeah. uh, that I am to officially, that the venison jerky recipe has officially made the blue book. 
Oh, good. That's the uh, that's the book my children will fight over when I'm dead. Ah, uh, Mama see. Jan's recipe book. Okay. Uh, so, yep, I got to I gotta put that in there. Liz is saying, uh, Janet, hook a girl up with some jerky. I'm like, the recipe or the jerky? And she said the jerky. I'm like, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> that's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, you have to you have to dehydrate it for 10, 10 hours. hours. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot. I, I am going to make it, though, I think, and um, put it in all the boy stockings this year. Yeah. Yeah, because so, that that's the kind of thing that they're like, oh yeah, they're all about it. Well, we're so, we're not doing the official countdown yet to Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, no, not yet. Liz, come <laughs> over and I'll show you how to make it. You know, there you, you go. You you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach a girl to make jerky, and you eat jerky all the time. So <laughs> I don't think that one's going to catch on. Do you? No, I don't know. Probably it just not. Doesn't doesn't flow. Doesn't flow. Uh, Biden having a, a rough week now he's done everything he, he can to try to make himself look like the tough guy yeah even uh, posing with with our special forces that Good their Lord. faces aren't supposed to be seen so or let's, known let's talk about that yeah. a little bit so people know exactly what happened there so they got some serious pushback well deserved yeah yeah yesterday for posting an image of biden meeting with u.s troops in israel not obscuring their identity. Right. Our our top special forces on the ground right, right. now Basically in Israel. Basically doxing them. Doxing them. You're right. Though the White House account deleted the photo. Hours later. On Instagram and Twitter. Oh, oh both. Yes. Well, which well, we means it was probably, if it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook, right? Well, and then you capture that image. It's Done. It doesn't matter if they take it down or not. Right, because they've got they've it, screenshotted it's it. It's on the internet it's, forever. And it's on a board somewhere right. with look, like little X's over them. Right, look for these guys. The, uh, the White House account deleted the photo soon after sharing it. Mm-hmm. They, uh, users ripped Biden's team for the dangerous mistake, accusing the administration of compromising troops' identities while they're in Israel defending U.S. interests in right. the wake of Hamas terrorist attacks on a U.S. allied country. They were showboating the commander-in-chief, making him look good, strong, strong leadership. Journalist Sam Shoemate shared an edited image mm-hmm. claiming that the White House shared it without obscuring what appeared to be special forces. He wrote... Um, they didn't blur. They didn't censor. They mm. deleted an hour after hundreds of thousands of people. A massive failure. Mm. I, I, <laughs> Just they're so incompetent. The gang that Why couldn't shoot you? straight. And he was he was talking about Hamas not being able to shoot straight. Oh, my that, God. Like that's a joke. Yeah. Dumbass. He doesn't even know. It, it, and it's not just it's not just there that that he's screwing up and incompetent uh now he's taken off his own people he's okayed a major pacific northwest gas pipeline his environmentalist minions are not going to be happy about that yeah. one well we already know is palestinian pro-palestinian people aren't happy with him now yeah you know siding with the zionist genociders oh lord all right we'll we'll uh We'll talk about it. We'll also talk about uh, some scathing comments uh, made against the Jew-hating uh, Talib Omar AOC. Oh, you mean the Jihad Squad? Jihad They're Squad. They're being called now? Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, they are. They got a lot of stuff raging at them right now. I also have some audio of a Israeli soldier 
who says people need to read the history books. <laughs> this is what happens when you try to fight the Jews. All right. We're going to have him on uh, a little bit his audio in the next hour as well. It's 8 o'clock. CBS News is next.